Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Welcome back. We're back for episode two of this week's Under Construction. Uh, as always, I'm Vince. I'm Jamal. I'm Rodney. Ariane. And uh, this is Under Construction, y'all. Once again. <laughs> All right. So, um, if you guys watched our segment for earlier this week, you guys kind of got quasi introduced to Mr. Ariane. And uh, this will be our segment dedicated to him. So, once again, Ariane, if you want to introduce yourself. <laughs> hey, what about we did that wrong? Introduce him again, man. Just, just one little, okay, one more time, one more time, one more time. Come on. uh, okay, so uh, Ariel, welcome to the show. Thank you. Hey, I haven't been Molly. I haven't been Molly a couple weeks, so I'm watching. Okay, all right. But for those of you that don't know, Arion is the co-owner, the creator, the operator, the head honcho, the HNIC, all of that stuff of Playmore Sports. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave it right there, and I'm gonna let him take over. Oh man, I don't know. I think you did all the all the talk. I don't even know what there is. Well, tell the people what 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 are Playmore Sports? How did you get into it? Some of, some of the hurdles that you had to overcome oh, to, to get where you are now. Oh, man. So, uh, yeah, so we, we have a league. Uh, my wife and I started about three years ago mm-hmm. called Main Attraction Recreational Sports, but it's more commonly referred to by the acronym, which is MARS. Okay. Uh, and uh, we kind of got into this um, like, like about, about three years ago. Uh, one of my good friends, he's actually he was a groomsman in my wedding okay. uh, about a year or so ago. He, he lives in the D.C. area. Thank you. And uh, he got into kickball. You know, him and I, we grew up together and um, played ball in school together and, and, and all of that. So um, a few years back when he got into kickball and was and sharing it with me, I was like, man, get out of my face with that kickball. I don't, <laughs> I don't hear about it. no kickball or, or none of that. And then he was like, no, man, it's really cool. I was like, yeah, whatever. So uh, I actually had an opportunity to, to check out one of his games. And, and when I seen it, it was electric. I was like, whoa. And, and at the time, um, Charlotte didn't have anything like that. So him and I, we just kind of connected. And, you know, that's kind of how I got into the whole wanting to bring it to the city of Charlotte. Uh, some of the hurdles that we had along the way, obviously, when you're starting a new business, you, you know, uh, you have to worry about the competitors, your competition. So for us, we came in when there were so many other existing leagues in the city going on at that time. What we had to try to do was one find an audience and, and in addition to that establish an identity mm-hmm. uh and and being able to do that you know we kind of uh made it through some hurdles and uh was able to to, to kind of grow the league and and build and establish a good reputation and uh in the process of that we also started branching off and offering other activities outside of just kickball itself you know we did uh adult co-ed basketball we did softball uh, we even did an indoor kickball league, and we also uh, offered dodgeball at one point too, which you know uh, was was one of the more um, intriguing sports for me. I, I really enjoyed that. <laughs> uh, but you know, f- f- that that's kind of how we started, and you know, we look at all of the different sports and activities that we offer. We were able to um, you know reach out to a wider range of of, of um, young professionals because everyone doesn't do kickball you know so um for us we were able to by offering other activities we were able to to reach out to a larger audience so let me ask you a question so where did your entrepreneurial spirit come from like give me some more of your background oh man so um my entrepreneurial spirit i think it comes from my family like my mom and my dad my mom was in the navy she worked um you know she 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 retired at age 39 
Uh, So she did 20 years in the Navy and retired at age 39. So for me, just seeing her retire at such a young age, Mm -hmm. I always knew at a young age, you know, I I would love to be in a position where I can kind of just do what I want when I'm Mm -hmm. when I'm young. Not saying that I can do that now, but that's kind of like, you know, the the, the mindset, the mindset. And then my dad, you know, just watching him every day, you know, he's been working uh, for for um, uh, a fabric company, a warehouse that he was a manager of. And he was doing that for a long time. So just watching him wake up every morning, go to work and, you know, just busting his ass to make sure that he can take care of all his kids. You know, that's kind of where the grind and the, the work ethic, I, I noticed that. And then, you know, my my siblings, you know, I, I have uh, five brothers and uh, four brothers and, and one sister. So we all are around the same age mm-hmm. and we grew up in a very, very competitive household. So that kind of, you know... Um, instilled in me the, the the whole competitive mindset as far as when you do something you have to do it to the best of your ability and you cannot lose <clears throat> and when you can't carry that over into entrepreneurship um i went to college at clark atlanta university and um you know it was a complete it was a culture shock for me because up until that point i was living in south carolina which is you know um very country and it's very <laughs> You know, um, backwards. Yeah, yeah, so Stop. I, I was living. <laughs> so now, now, my, my, my apologies for uh, interjecting, but I just want to point out that this is the second week in a row that we've had someone come on the show and not put South Carolina in the best of life. Right. I just want to put that right. out. No, well, I, I love South Carolina. You know, I think it's, <laughs> I, I love South Carolina. But you know, for me, when I was growing up in South Carolina. Um, you know, it wasn't as fast paced as things are now, especially no internet and mm-hmm. things like that. Yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. It was, you know, is it wasn't as fast paced. Gotcha. So when I went to college, that was kind of like a culture shock for me because now you're taking me out of South Carolina and I'm inserted in Atlanta where <clears throat> it's black success. Oh, yeah. You know, you see, um, you know, young black professionals out there succeeding, and you know, I, I'm talking about outside of college. I'm looking at the environment around me, and I'm like, man, you know, like. You go to a gas station and, you know, the girl next to you, she's pumping gas and she's driving this, you know, a CLS or, you know, I'm like, you know, so just seeing young black success always instilled in me like, hey, you know, you can do it too. Whatever it is that you mm-hmm. decide to do, because there have been businesses that I've tried to start and I failed miserably, okay. you know, so Thank I just kind of had to find so, my niche. And, so what part of South Carolina are you from originally? So Anderson, South Carolina, okay. which is very okay. close to Clemson, oh, South Carolina. Okay. Okay. I actually okay. went to high school in Pendleton, oh, South so Carolina. Right? Yeah, which, yeah, yeah. Which, uh, which our regional track meets and things used to be at Clemson, South Carolina. Okay. So I'm very familiar with the whole T. country. T.L. Hannah. That's where they film radio. Um, that the, the movie about radio was based out of uh, T.L. Hannah. But my next door neighbor actually went to T.L. Hannah. Okay. And that's the school that I should have been going to, but they used a different I'm like, yeah, district four. <laughs> but they, yeah, they so they the, the way that they did the district was super backwards. But I actually live closer to Hannah and Westside oh. than I do Pendleton. But for some reason, they sent me to Pendleton. Wow. So. Now you mentioned earlier that when you were creating Mars, mm-hmm. there were um, you, you guys had to do a lot to create your mm-hmm. brand and your identity because yep. there were so many leagues yep. here in the area. Yep. So now that you are established. From then until now, what has the response been like from those other more established leagues? Oh, man. The, the, well, we've been well embraced within the kickball community. I'll say that for sure. Um, and I think more so it comes from the players. Mm-hmm. I think um, from that time up until now, I think that the leagues, because there are a ton of different leagues, I think that the leagues as a whole, we've all done a great job as far as indirectly working with one another to make sure that we're looking out for the best interests of the player. Okay. And what I mean by that is, 
planning our our games and our scheduling uh, to where players that want to play in multiple leagues can still do that. So, for instance, my leagues are on uh, a Wednesday and a Thursday night, but there are other leagues out there where they operate on Sundays. You have another league where they operate on Mondays. Uh, And I think, you know, that's the way we indirectly work with one another to make sure we say, okay, we're not going to put our leagues on the same night and make a player choose between which league they're going to play. And and then then for the most part, I think the players as a whole in the community – uh, you know, I think they enjoy it. They embrace multiple leagues because in each league they feel as though there's there's something that they're getting out of one league that they may not necessarily be getting out of the other. So whether it's for our league, I don't know, maybe it's the maybe it's just a fun, friendly environment in, in the atmosphere that you like. Or if you go to another league, maybe it's the competition that you like from it and you know, it's the high intense uh competitiveness. So, you know, I think that's kind of one of the things that I have noticed uh from the time starting up until now, which it wasn't like that originally. You know, a lot of leagues was operating on the same days and things like that. Gotcha. So. All right, so you, you mentioned, like, there's other uh, components with, like, basketball and dodgeball and things yep. like that. Yep. Tell me more about this basketball. So, what what uh, level are we talking about? So the basketball, the basketball is actually pretty cool. So we have a gym uptown right across the street from the epicenter. A lot of people don't know about it, but there's a gym inside the Omni Hotel, yep, okay. yep. right? And there, because it's, it's called the Charlotte Athletic Club. Mm. So what we did was I kind of took the whole Ice Cube, the Big Three concept, and we did an adult three-on-three basketball mm. league. We even had the four-pointer, like the decal, where you wow. can have a four-point league, and um, it, we we invited out the players to come. And the, the the coolest part about that is the talent really was a wide range of talent. We had everything from school teachers out there playing to semi-pro athletes that wow. play ball overseas. And when you collectively mix all of those plays together, it was amazing. It was an amazing fun, environment. Fun story. Um, I actually played in his basketball league. What? Didn't have my best. You know, I'm a little older right now. I had a few moments. But um, the last game that we played of the season, it was actually the playoffs. Um, I actually left my knee braces as well as my my basketball shoes, and Aria has been trying to get them shoes back to me for like two <laughs> oh, years now. Man. Oh yeah, it's been yeah. like two years. I'm still in my garage. <laughs> you still got I'm still in my garage yeah. for like yeah. two years. Kind of like so, my clips in here. <laughs> 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 so the most the, the important question is: is that the last time you played basketball? Yeah, probably, it, that's uh, that might be the uh, last time I played basketball. Yeah. You, see, see, this is why we have the, the actual delay on the. Uh, the under construction uh, basketball pickup uh, game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Right now. By, by the time is undefeated, man. Yeah, undefeated. Now, let me get back. I want to get back to kickball because okay. because kickball is kind of like the thing in Charlotte right now. Mm-hmm. Can you play? Can I play? Can you play? Uh, like athletically? Oh, like, can I play? I'm yeah. the best. You, you know, so <laughs> can I play? Hey, they call me the goat. I'm the goat around here. You the goat? Oh, okay. Now, yeah. now, because somebody walked in here with a trophy. Like, hey, 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 gun. Yeah, I don't know, man. So yeah, I'm the best, man. No, now, I, I play. now do do you play at all? I don't. I don't. Um, you know, for me, one of the biggest things with me is. I know how much of a competitor I am and I know how much of a conflict of interest it can be if I'm out there playing because I may not be putting the league at at my best interest. I may be putting my team and myself uh, in the best interest of of personally winning. And for me, I understand myself better than anything. And I know that if I play, the league wouldn't get the the nurturing that it needs in order to become successful. So I decided not to play. Can I I be the first to kind of commend you on on that kind of thinking? Because just personally, man, I I believe 
a lot of people who run businesses around yeah. these town, around these parts that yeah. put themselves in front First, of the business. Yeah, it's, it's I, I, random thought, y'all. Yeah. I was passing by somewhere I'm not gonna name, and I saw this the owner's picture on the side of the building. I was just yeah. like, uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was it's, about you with a business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and and for me, you know, for me, I just think that it's you know. Um, I still get my, my, my fix when I, you know, sometimes we have practices and I go mm-hmm. out there and have practice with the players and things like that. But for me, understanding what it takes to, what I personally believe it takes to grow the business and for it to become successful, you got to kind of take a step back and put it, put it first. So, uh, you speaking about, you, you, you're speaking about growing the business. So within the next five years, where do you see Mars? Oh man, within the next five years, I would like to personally have our organization be the largest uh, one kickball organization in the United States of America. Um, but also, too, I would like for us to be the, the the number one sports league, adult sports league here in the city of Charlotte. You okay. know, so uh, that's my goal. That's what we're working towards, and I think that we're trending in the right direction, especially after this 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 most recent tournament that we did. Okay. We, you know, um, turf wars. I think um, it's something that's resonating very well with the okay. kickball community. Uh, both locally and uh, in in various surrounding cities. And uh, we really have a huge opportunity ahead of us to kind of take that momentum and put ourselves in a position to become, you know, that number one sportsman. Now, when it comes to growth, (coughs) obviously your staff is going to grow. Absolutely. So when it with with your current staff now, kind of explain, like, how is your staff, how is it made up? The mm-hmm. ones that are there, um, mm-hmm. how did you go about saying, hey, you know, would you like to come work with me mm-hmm. or agreeing to all of that? Mm-hmm. Um, what are you looking going forward as far as other people who may be wanting to work with Absolutely. you? Absolutely. So for, for the staff, the staff is key. You, 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 you know, when you when you put together a team around you, you all have to have a, a you have to be like minded. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and because at the end of the day, uh, if everyone has a different vision, then it's the nice overall it's, ne- it's never going to work. Yeah. So for me, you know, I try to uh, associate and align myself with people who have similar way of thinking. Um, uh, young professionals, uh, good reputation, eager, trustworthy. You know, that's that's big for me because you know, with a lot of the things that we plan and prepare, we like to consider ourselves unique and 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 bring new ideas to the table. And these are things that, if you're not comfortable with the people you're sharing this information with. Um, it won't work. So if we have an idea and we say, hey, we're thinking about doing this, we trust that these people are going to hold the information close until we can, you know, we can, you know, share it. And then these, a lot of, a lot of, in a lot of cases, some of the people who we add to the team, they come to us, you know, they reach out to us like, hey, you know, we want to help. What can we do? And it's genuine. You can tell that it's genuine. It's not just like, oh, I just want to be like, hey, look, whatever you need, you don't have to pay me. I'm not asking for any money and I just want to help. And, and you can kind of, and you feel that, that genuine uh, willingness to help, and you you kind of you you invite them in and you bring them in, but that's key, you know. Um, so uh, another thing that <clears throat> popped in my mind: uh, sponsorship. Mm-hmm. How did how did you go about it in a, in, a, in, a, in actually obtaining some of the sponsorship that you do have? Now? Yeah. So with the sponsorships, you know, it's it's um, wink wink. <laughs> <laughs> so that that's a very that that discussion could get very granular because there's so many different ways that you could go about it. But for us. I would say just in general, we felt we feel very confident about the product that we offer. Mm-hmm. Uh, we feel very confident about what we can offer to the sponsor. And I think <clears throat> with that understanding, the marriage, it, it, it just happens organically. Gotcha. You know, it, it, I would say that with us being as confident as we are in the product that we offer, we kind of take that 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 confidence. I hate to keep using the same word, but yeah, we yeah, take yeah, that yeah, confidence and, and we, we you know, we have these discussions with the sponsors and. You know, uh, we 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 could we, 
I don't want to say convince them, but you know, we sell them what we're, on what we're offering. They buy into what it, they, they buy into it, and I think at the end they're happy. And, and um, um, you know, that's a big, big piece of how we're able to kind of uh, push the envelope and gotcha. be as successful as we are. Because at that point, when you align, <clears throat> when we're able to align these Fortune 500 companies, whether it be Top Golf plug, uh, Dick Sporting Goods <laughs> plug, uh, AT and T plug, you know, when we're able to align these. <laughs> Um, these these companies with our brand, um, you know, it, it's like having a co-signer with an 800 credit score. Yeah, no, like, no, no, know, no, 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 they, no. They're going to give you the vehicle. They're going to give you the keys to the vehicle. And, and you know, that's kind of how so we So what have been some of your biggest hurdles throughout this process? <clears throat> um, some of the biggest hurdles throughout this process uh, that a lot of people don't, don't really didn't didn't have a chance to see is uh, being told no and mm. uh, losing, losing fields. Um we originally started off uh, our kickball league at Park Row Park, yeah, and that that was actually a a, a, a league where we had just came out the gate and we were doing very well. I mean, uh, up Coast until side. the point, yeah, up until the point where in our second season we had fourteen teams and we wow. were rolling, we were rolling, and then we got hit with a roadblock. We got hit with a challenge where they said, "Hey, you got to find a new park because we're about to close this down for a year and we're renovating." And the 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 the, the, the part that was hardest for that was. It was in a location where it really worked for us to 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 operate in that area because players were able to you know navigate and, and get there pretty quickly. So we noticed that once we switched locations, um, we moved to Ballantyne and we lost. I want to say forty to fifty percent of our business oh, wow. like that. We just I mean wow. because of location, it was it was tough. And and through that, you know, you still try to be creative and do different things to really get that business back, but. It wasn't working. So that was one of the things where it was a tough, tough challenge. Like, man, you go from 14 teams and now you're down to six. So you're down to, and it's like, how do we get this business back? So you got to get to the drawing board. And then another thing, um, another tough challenge that we had was um, uh, we wanted to do a tournament kind of like the Turf Wars that we just mm -hmm. did this past weekend. I actually thought about doing that about two years ago, something very similar to that whole idea. We had the perfect vicinity. We had the perfect location. And they were like, no, we're not going to let you do it. You cannot do it. It's like why, and, and I felt like we were in a position to really, to really do it and be successful. But they told us no. So for me, those they were give some. Reason why? Um, it, it was it was just a lot of politics at the time. I think that you know, um, you know, it's one of those things where they look at you and they say no to me. But it was another, you know, they give you the thumbs up. So you know, but I would say that in in hindsight, you know, those was two of the best things that has ever happened to us because uh, losing Park Road. That ended up having to go to Ballantyne, and then seeing all of the struggles that we had there, mm -hmm. I may not have necessarily converted my entire league over the turf. If I was still at Park Road, I've just been Congrats. so I was able to rebrand the, the the league and the surface that we're playing on, and just the whole experience. And then you look at my league play, which is now on a, on a turf field. Mm -hmm. It was able to kind of transition into turf wars, which became the biggest tournament in the southeast. So. Locally, you lose your park, and then this 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 company tells you you can't do your tournament here, and it's like now I'm doing both. You know, even better, even better. better. So I'm asking this question. So if, if I'm digging to secrets, don't 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 answer it. Okay. <laughs> so it's gonna be a Mars Raleigh, Mars Charles, oh, oh man, Mars so, Baltimore. So I, I, honestly, that there's no secret to that. That that's the vision. That's the goal. Okay. Um, you know, we've had. Um, investors from New York reach out to us and we've had a lot of people that you know kind of want to take this Mars brand under their wing for me I just want to make sure that um, 
you know, it's when you franchise something that you, you want to make sure that you put your baby in the hands of, of someone who's going to be able to take care of it the right way with the same vision that you have. So um, I haven't been as eager and, and as quick to kind of jump on the expansion um, until I'm comfortable enough to say, OK, I think we're ready to do it. But okay. um, yeah, definitely don't want anyone messing up the brand, especially when it's, it's this near and dear to me at this right. point. But um, moving forward, definitely having a Mars, some type of presence in other cities is definitely something that. Um, you know, we've been talking about it and that we're we're interested in doing. Um, how how did how did you how did you market this? How did you sell it? How did you how did you get the word out, so to speak? Um, in the beginning. In, in the beginning, um, well, the fact that I when I first started getting into kickball, like in 2014, 2015, mm-hmm. I played. You know, okay. I played kickball in various leagues. So I think the fact that I was a player and already in the existing com- kickball community that helped me that helped me right. tremendously because. The word of mouth, I was able to tell players from, you know, uh, it, that, that played with played with me about what I was trying to do and what I was looking to start up. And then I also just kind of just just studied the the, um, the population of Charlotte. Okay. And I knew that Charlotte is a city that's big enough to where there can be as many leagues as they want. There's yeah, still enough yeah. to go around. You just have to go out and you have to know what audience you're going after. So, okay. you know, the, the age range and the demographic now, and all of that. Now, you operate kickball, mm-hmm. basketball. Mm-hmm. Dodgeball. Mm-hmm. Softball, too. Softball. Mm-hmm. Why is this entire conversation strictly kickball? I think this entire <laughs> conversation is strictly kickball. One, because it's our it's our bread and butter. It's okay. our biggest platform. And then, two, it's the one out of all of these activities, the one that's most unique. Okay. Um, basketball, there's nothing, you know, basketball is basketball, mm-hmm. you know, and so is softball and even dodgeball. Dodgeball gets, you know, coverage on ESPN. Yeah. I think kickball is the one, the, the one activity that's so unique because it's not – an activity that most most adults identify as being like an adult sport that people you, really. Play, you think you know? people look at kickball as like a niche kind of sport, <clears throat> like like a novelty, so to speak? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you think about kickball; it's not it's, it. It's the one sport that we offer that you could have never played at a collegiate level, right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, like, right. you know, I think like, but, but that could that also be the beauty of it? That's like, the beauty yeah, of it. Yeah, that's right. the that, absolutely because you know my mom she'll play kickball with me. Right. She won't get on a basketball court with me. You know, <laughs> right. so right. I think that the, I, I think that the, um, the 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 ceiling for participation is is far is higher higher than yeah, yeah, you yeah, know yeah. others. So, you know, I mean. And, and, and that's just the truth of it. You know, like softball and flag football, a lot of these other sports, you have ex-collegiate athletes that get out there and they've performed in these activities at a high level. You can't say that about kickball. Right. And so, then, I'm sorry, go ahead, keep going. And then what I was also about to say is, in addition to that, you don't have to be an outstanding athlete to perform well. I, I've seen the Kicking It for Cam tournament where Julio Jones can't even kick an underhand <laughs> pitch, but he gets paid millions of dollars to play catch. with the Atlanta Falcons and catch footballs that we probably couldn't catch. You know, so these same balls that he can't kick, you or I will push them out the park. So I think that's the beauty of kickball too. Is like you don't have to be, you don't have to be some, you know, just a just a you know pro athlete to to excel and and play well at this sport. Yeah, that, and it's funny that you say that because at the kicking with Cam tournament, I can't remember his name, but his YouTube handle is uh, D Strong, mm-hmm. I, I believe, or something like that. Mm-hmm. He played college football mm-hmm. at I want to say Central Florida. He was the kid that um, oh, yeah. the, the NCAA YouTube. told him either stop the YouTube yeah, yeah. or stop playing football. Right. He was at the kicking with Cam Turner, okay. and he couldn't kick for nothing. Mm-hmm. But he played. He, he was a kicker <laughs> in college, but he couldn't <laughs> kick the <laughs> kickball. Oh, oh. 
at the Kingwood Cam Tournament. Yep. So, um, yeah, just to co-sign what Arian said. And I can say this because I've played as well. Yeah. Um, all skill levels, no matter how tall or short you mm-hmm. are, I- anybody can play. Yep. Um, now, one question I did want to ask. Uh, what? There's a lot of people who choose not to play kickball in general mm-hmm. because – they they, they they don't want to play with any professional kickballers. Right. With that being said, do you have divisions for your more serious players and mm-hmm. then the ones who kind of want to come out and just have fun? Yeah, absolutely. I think um, for me right now, being as closely tied to everything that we do with the kickball league, and when I say everything, I'm talking about even making the schedules. I'm still at a point where I can protect the newer players okay. for the most part. And, you know, and, and what I mean by protect them is this schedule. And so, like, you know, we get a lot of new teams that come in. And, you know, if we have four or five new teams, we'll make sure that those new teams are kind of the ones playing each other so you guys can get that experience while we kind of keep them away from the more experienced teams. And I think in doing that, everyone is getting what they want. Now, at some point, you're just going to have to – you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. But for the most yeah. part, it's going to happen. It's inevitable. But for the most part, you know, we do a really good job of trying to protect the teams uh, and the players to make sure that they're getting everything that they need. Um, but moving forward, if we do, you know, get to a point where we we are able to grow larger, absolutely want to make sure that, um, you know, we can kind of divide the two and, and allow. Because at the end of the day, not just the, the, the entry-level players, but the players that are p- competing at a high level, there's things that they are wanting to get out of kickball as well that they may not necessarily get if they play entry-level teams. They want to plan. They want to prepare and get better for competition, mm-hmm. like travel and things like that. And the way for them to, to get there is to play you know, yeah. more experienced teams yeah. as well. So. Because the stakes can be higher. Stakes right? can be higher. Stakes right. can be higher. Stakes Speaking be- of stakes, yeah. tell us how much money those winning teams got paid <clears throat> this past weekend. So over the weekend, I paid out $10,000 cash. So if any one of you guys got any money that you want to let me borrow, <laughs> I put some gas in my car. <laughs> 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 we're, we're, we're a few months off. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, so we um we paid we paid $10,000 cash for the entire weekend. We paid 5000 to the winning uh, co-ed team on Saturday, and then I turned around and paid Five thousand to the women's team on Sunday, uh, and they got paid on the spot. Cash Congratulations money. to whoever got that. Yeah, yeah. 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 So yeah. just think about it. You got people out here yeah. getting five thousand dollars mm-hmm. for playing kickball. I mean, we had one. We had one young lady. She played, and she was on the winning team each day. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Nice. She was the only player the entire weekend that played for the championship team from co-ed and championship team for women. Good weekend for her. Great weekend for her. her. Tie weekend paid for and all type of expenses that she could have taken care of. Oh, go ahead, Rod. I got a scenario for you. So I'm a young entrepreneur. Yes. And I'm thinking about throwing in the towel Mm -hmm. on my dreams. Mm -hmm. What would you say to me to, to, to keep going? Um, the thing that I would say to you to keep going, I, I would first say throwing in your towel is the biggest mistake that you can make. Mm-hmm. It's the biggest ma- mistake that you can make because um, time, you got to give yourself time. Okay. And you just got to keep pushing. And, and, and what I always think about is if you do quit and then two years down the line, you go back and you think about it. It's like, man, if I kept going and by now, like, man, it would have been. And just don't give, no matter how hard the challenge may get, no matter how hard the obstacle could get, just keep going do not stop that's actually my number one piece of advice to people when you have a when you have a business that you're starting don't stop don't give up do not quit it's cliche and as simple-minded as it sounds just don't do it because you look at like the, the beauty of it is you like like myself i think back to 
when I started three years ago and I kind of, man, I remember when, you know, I just had started and this was all I, I was thinking about. And now I look at today and, it, you know, I just kept going. Had I had stopped when some of those challenges were thrown in my face, I, would, I wouldn't have been able to even be yeah. sitting here today having right. this conversation with you guys. So, you know, you guys just, especially like with what you have now. I look at you guys, you kind of guys are just getting started and really getting the name and, 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 and building a great product here that you guys have. Appreciate the number that. one mistake that you guys can make at this point is if you stop. Gotcha. Appreciate you know, that. Don't Appreciate stop. That. So to, to go more on a micro level, mm-hmm. um, the kickball scene is exploding here in Charlotte. It is. And you kind of got people either either doing it or talking about starting leagues left and right. Right. For somebody who wants to start a sports organization such mm-hmm. as yourself, mm-hmm. what advice would you give to those people? Um... None, because I'm in a sports organization. I don't support it. You can come work for them, but you can't come work with them. No, no, no. You know, honestly, um, I, I would say you study, study the market, study, yeah. study the 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 um the population. Um, know know exactly what you want to create, and make sure that when you do it, you have your own identity. Okay. Because that's what's going to allow you to stand out and make your product and your brand unique to you. I mean, if you come out here. And you're trying to start a league, and you're literally doing the same thing as all of these other leagues out here. I think you'll, you, you, it'll be short lived because um, really you know the, the consumer they kind of already have an existing. They already have that. They already have their Big Mac. They have their Whopper. Like, what does your burger have that these two doesn't? Yeah. You know. So, um, I think that you come out with a product that's unique, and you would be able to survive. Doesn't matter how many leagues are out here. Everybody can survive. So, I, I'm asking you a personal question. Sure. So, outside of Mars Sport, mm-hmm. what brings Arion joy? What brings me joy is my son, my family, like my wife, mm-hmm. my, my son. He's he's nine months and uh, oh, a few man. days. So, you know, he, he brings me joy. Um, my friends, you know, I just, we just like to hang out. We actually, uh, we always talk just different business strategies and ideas whenever we get amongst ourselves. We're always talking about just, just right <laughs> <laughs> no, like honestly, like man. every time we hang out, you know, like every Tuesday we do Taco Tuesdays at one of our houses and hey. like, that, like literally... <laughs> The guys are just in the kitchen. Like, have you have you heard about this? You know, have you heard about this 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 way to kind of be strategic with the way you push your business out there? And like, you know, those are those are the kind of things that bring me joy. And uh, you know, I'm real family oriented. So you know, like my mom, my dad, my brothers, my sisters. You know, we just that's that's just kind of how I I'm very simple and very just you know that's it. That's what brings me joy. Yeah, I'm glad you was able to tie the business in mm-hmm. again. I got a question I'm going to ask. It's very personal. Okay. But all my friends would be upset at me if I didn't ask this question. Okay. So, how much money are you making, man? <laughs> <laughs> what's this, what's this uh, money? That's the first question. Man, the people want to know. And, like, you don't have to put a dollar sign, but, you know, the, it, it's a lot of people wanting to get into doing this. Yeah, and yeah. if I didn't ask this question, it's a lot of people in Charlotte right now that would be giving me crap for it. Yeah, so, yeah. I, I had to. Uh, I, and you can respectfully decline yeah, to answer you know, the question. I'll be very vague. I, you know, I think we're doing pretty well at this point for ourselves. Um, and well can be some different <laughs> Yeah, you know, so you know, um, you know, uh, we're doing well. <laughs> we're doing well, you know. I think for us, you know, we're really starting to 
Um, hey man, we heard the payouts already. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, I can't hear that. We're, 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 we're really we're really starting to become believers of what we what we've invested in and what we you know. Um, I would say every single dollar, every dime that we've made with this organization, we it's been our 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 focus to reinvest it right back into the company um, because we feel like by doing that, you really give yourself an opportunity and a chance to one day pay ten thousand dollars out to someone. Yeah. Right, so um, you know. Um, we're doing well. We're doing pretty well. The, the, the companies, I like. We're in the green. I'll say that we're in the green. Good stuff. Good we're stuff. Yeah. All but right. So, um, one last thing before we get out of here, um, let the people know how they can get in contact with you. Absolutely. Man. So, number one, first and foremost, is always social media. Um, so our our handle is Play Mars Sports, and there's one S between Mars and Sports. Um, and then our website is uh, playmarsports.com. Uh, you can also reach us by text at any time, uh, 704-412-1952. You have a gener general question or anything that you want to ask about the league, you can reach us by there too. And, and all of our social media, we're on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And Snapchat, but I don't really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, Arian, hey, straight up, man. I appreciate you I coming I appreciate on, you man. guys having me, man. This, this, this means a lot. Much success going forward. Yeah. If my knees ever get back right, I'll be back yeah, out there on the yeah, turf. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But uh, I, I've had my, I have, I've had my time. Oh yeah, you was out there balling too, yeah, man. Like, yeah. uh, Vince won't tell a lot of people. He really is like a superstar. This really is like a we superstar know. out there. Like, you know. Yeah, hey, appreciate this, man. Uh, appreciate we'll definitely you, man. be, we'll definitely be linking up Thanks, in the future. Thank, 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 much thank, love, thank, much thank, success. Hey, appreciate everybody for watching. Appreciate you guys for listening, and we'll catch you next time. All right. Peace. Peace. <laughs> I appreciate it.